from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, host of the Ken Coleman Show, is my co-host today. As we answer your questions about your careers and work and money, and Ken's show is all about your work and your career, and uh, we'll both jump in on whatever you want to talk about. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Craig starts this hour. Hi, Craig. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, just quick question, uh, bottom line up front. Am I being a stick in the mud and not wanting to spend <clears throat> money? So some details. Uh, 38, married with six kids, uh, $200,000 household income. Our house is worth probably 900 We owe 475 and have no debt outside of the mortgage. My wife has a 2015 van with about fifteen or with about ninety thousand miles on it, and it's worth about fifteen uh, if we were to sell it or trade it in. Um, I'm fortunate that I have a, a company provided truck, uh, so I have no no vehicle expense there. Uh, we're in the process of selling a paid off rental where we're going to be keeping about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I want to take all of that and throw that all off at our mortgage. And my wife wants to upgrade her van to maybe a forty-five or fifty thousand dollar suburban, and and use you know thirty to thirty to forty thousand of our uh, rental, you know our 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 income coming back on the on selling the rental house. And I guess I'm I'm struggling with the whole reverse engineering because I wouldn't take off or I wouldn't take a loan more on the mortgage to pay the, you know, to, to go toward a car. But I guess I'm, am I, am I sticking the mud for thinking what I'm thinking? I don't think stick in the mud is the right analogy. Although she may have called you that. (laughs) No, that's me being critical of myself. (laughs) Thus the phone call. (laughs) Oh, well, no, I think you're just, uh, you know, you are the nerd. You are like I am at my house. You're the numbers cruncher, and uh, and you're also happen to be the saver. And she's more of the free spirit and more of the spender. And neither one are right or wrong. Uh, you just and you need each other. Larry Burkett used to say, "If two people just to like get married, one of you is unnecessary." So um, you need opposites generally attract, and that's a good thing. So we balance each other out. Uh, my wife is the natural saver at our house and i'm the natural spender at our house i'm, I'm in charge of fun and uh she's in charge of killing it no i'm kidding but the <laughs> careful Dave. so uh, careful yeah this could get back to her she might actually listen yeah. to the show one day who That's knows right. but um so yeah no you're not being a stick in the mud you are being yourself and she's being herself and there's really not a wrong answer here here's what i'm thinking when i heard your whole story this bu- purchase of this van this upgrade of this van she spends a lot of time with six kids while you're out there earning all this income. And so this is a quality of life thing for her. This is not a frivolous expenditure in her mind. The other thing I'm thinking is that this is not a pattern. 
that this lady consistently wants to buy crap and you guys don't make advances on your wealth building plan. That's not really who she is. This is a fairly rare request for her. I know that because your numbers tell me that because you don't have a bunch of other mess that she has made. So she's not a, an overspender. She's not like a congressman, you know, I mean, right. She, yeah, it's, this is, this is the, the biggest, she, biggest one with, with multiple zeros. She's reasonably, but, you know, we, reasonably frugal like, for a spender. Yes. Yeah. She's not immature. She's not a princess. She's not always wanting something new. I know that because your numbers, the fact that you're debt free with six kids making 200,000, you've got almost a million dollar or better than a million dollar net worth tells me that she's not. Okay. Cause she she would have destroyed that were she, were the pattern there. So this is, this is not a pattern given the life situation. Um, I'm going to go with her on this. Yeah. And Craig, let me. Right. Can I challenge your mindset, Craig, in a positive way? Okay, I'm not getting on you. I want to just give you a different thought process. You're winning. Yes, you're winning financially. For real. And this rental house is another giant win on top of all of the winning you've done to this point. Celebrate the win by getting a really nice car that your wife really wants. And understand that you're not losing in any way, shape, or form by spending reasonably on a really nice Suburban for your wife. And I just think you have to shift your mindset here. You're still winning, and you need to celebrate this big win by being able to bless your wife and your six kids. I think you reframe that, and I think you'll sleep a little bit better. But you've been so intense, and we're proud of you. And it's what got you to this point, but we've got to learn. You know, I don't work out very much. I know people can tell that when they see me, but I've got some friends that work out like crazy, Dave, and they tell me, i got to have a cheat day. i got to have an off day if I'm going, going all the time. And I I think it's the same thing in this gazelle intensity. You've earned this. She's no, they're not even it. a gazelle intensity stage, though. They're really, they're but they have been for in, so at long. Intentional. Stage. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you drive like no one else, so that later you can drive like <laughs> That's no one right. else. I you, love that. you live like no one else, so that later you can live and give like no one else. These are no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but it yields a harvest of righteousness, and that's where you are. You have yielded mm-hmm. a harvest, mm-hmm. and. You've done a really, 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 really good job. A, B, this is not a pattern on her part. This is a singular situation. Uh, and if you hadn't done a good job or this was a pattern, I probably would have sided with you. Like if you had a bunch of other debt laying around or something and you want to do this instead of paying off some student loan debt or something. I mean, nope, nope, nope. Get rid of the student. You know, but that you guys have done been so superb and um and this lady i can just tell by the numbers she is not an unreasonable person she's you 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 married you married up Mm -hmm. well done yeah well done yep good stuff open phones at 888-825-5225 the first time i was blessed i'll name drop to get to meet the great zig ziglar Mm. sharon and i had lunch with him and gene at this little italian restaurant about halfway through the lunch zig says dave you know, I don't really respect a man that won't marry up. And I got to tell you, I deeply respect you. <laughs> <laughs> Only Zig could say it like that. I think that's a compliment somewhere in there. I think, yeah. I think that was good. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. 
If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Ken Coleman Ramsey, personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. If you're listening to the show and you're trying to piece together what we teach on our own, you can do that. It's called common sense. You could have done it before you came to us. Live on less than you make. Chop up your stupid credit cards. Nobody ever got rich on credit cards except the credit card companies. So this is really not rocket science. And there's like, I, I think we have had, uh, they said the other day, something like $4 billion minutes of youtube viewed of this show now it's bizarre it's like 1100 years worth of youtube has been now wow. viewed on uh, of this show uh, and me and you and everything else uh, you know and so the youtube channel is massive if you want to wander through all that stuff and try to figure out what we do you can do that but that's not the most efficient way no. the best way to do it is just take the class you'll just be the the nine lessons in just a few weeks and the average person who takes financial peace university is debt free in less than two years everything but their house house is paid off an average of seven years it's a proven system 10 million people have been through it now again you, you could do it with a total money makeover book for ten dollars at ramsey solutions right now but that's harder this is the easiest way to get the whole thing going, and it's the most efficient way for your dollar, for bang for your buck. So we're pouring jet fuel on the whole thing right now. The Ramsey personalities, Ken Coleman included, uh, Dr. John Deloney included, Rachel and Jade's classes are already going, but they're leading Financial Peace University classes. They're the coordinators of some of the classes online. If you want to be in a personality coordinated FPU class, you can still do that for Ken or Deloney or George Camel. Uh, Jade Washaw, Rachel Cruz's classes are closed. Uh, they're like four lessons in already. Uh, you, you waited around too long on those. But you can get in on these and don't don't have FOMO. Go to uh, financialfpu.com or ramseysolutions.com and click on FPU, either one. Thank you for joining us. Mason is in Idaho. Hi, Mason. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. How's it going? Better than I deserve. What's up? Good. So I'm... Um 16 years old, and me and my brother do landscaping. He's owner, then I'm his uh, lawn care manager. I'm going to bring in probably about $45,000 this year and closer to 100 next year. Wow. I just want Good to, like, Lord. to put that money as I'm still living at home and don't have a ton of expenses. You pay off your parents' house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. What are you doing again? Uh, we, we do lawn care and landscaping. Uh, we do a lot of work. We have a really fancy golf course and we do a lot of properties down there. So, wow. And you said your brother's your boss and you're the lawn care manager. How old's your brother? He's 19, 19, man. 
I don't want to hear anybody griping about young people. I mean, and this I don't want to hear anybody gumption. griping that you can't find something to do to work out That's there. A fact. Oh my gosh, he's projecting a hundred grand next year. Why not? Why not? <laughs> That's a good story. Way to go, young man, Mason. Now you're amazing. Congratulations. Wow. So your question is, what to Thank do you. with the money? Yeah, just I was like investment. What I mean, I'm definitely we're definitely gonna move out at some point, so save for a house and all that. But you going to you plan to go to college? No, sir. Yeah, that a boy. <laughs> what's wrong with college nothing dave it's not bad it's not bad but makes, he makes does smart people smarter if they take the right stuff if they need it okay, he doesn't so what, need do you, what, what are you gonna do with your life mason uh definitely do this for the next couple of years become keep the manager going definitely get up there we'll see where this business goes it's definitely growing we have four trucks and we're having to buy a truck about every other month it seems like but um and then i don't know i'm kind of thinking about maybe going into crane work uh we have some cool classes over here for that so okay so the reason i'm asking all that is not to be facetious it's to say um the first and best investment someone in your age group can make 16 to 26 is in uh knowledge that may or may not be a four-year degree that may or may not be a a formal series of classes but knowledge and the thing you do need to do is be a continual learner Mm -hmm. the rest of your life so you're always going to conferences reading books taking the occasional class or whatever and and or in your case maybe you are pursuing a certain certification in crane operation or whatever that is but i that's the best use of this money because it's going to give you the best rate of return knowledge has the best rate of return of any possible investment knowledge that actually has utilitarian use in the marketplace okay Mm-hmm. that makes sense so yeah getting yeah, tool like getting tooled up you're getting your brain to and your hands tooled up to go do the next thing is always the best money maker so that's where i want you to do with money first secondly yeah you can begin investing and if you're if you don't need to set aside a bunch of money for a four year because you're not going that route then um then you can start to think about roth iras file a tax return do a Roth IRA, get with a smart investor pro. They'll help you do that. And you can get a real head start on that. Uh, but if you told me you were going to four year and you needed this money for that, I'd be okay with you just setting it aside for that. Either any of those are fine. Any of those directions. Wow. Yeah. Really impressive. And see, this is, this is, this is going to be an entrepreneur. No, he already he, is. Whether he takes the crane classes or not, I'm telling you, this young man is going to be creating jobs from a company that he has started, and this is the entrepreneurial path. And and I just couldn't be any more excited to hear a story like this. And this is, and I want to be very clear. And Dave's having fun with me, but uh, I'm not anti college. I'm anti assuming that you have to go to college to be successful and spend four years time and money on a degree that you don't even want and may not even be able to use. That's my position. This young man is an exhibit A of he doesn't need the four-year degree. What he does need is, as Dave pointed out beautifully, continuing knowledge, continue to grow, and education is not exclusive to a diploma at a fancy university. Education is, like Dave said, reading books, uh, listening to podcasts, going to conferences, sitting with successful business women and businessmen who are winning in the field you want to be in. And so, uh, what a great story! Nineteen and sixteen-year-old brothers, Dave. Yeah, so crushing it. Had the exact same situation just the other day. I got some work being done on one of our properties. Yeah, and two of these big trackos come up, major yeah. major cranes, yeah. gra- grabbing rocks, grabbing stuff. Right, talking to the guy running it, 
and um, he's like 30 years old, and he owns the thing. He goes, I started listening to you. No, no he's, he's 40 years old. I'm sorry. He said, I started listening to you when uh, 20 years ago Wow. on talk radio. And he goes, I was, I was running a, uh, I, I was cutting grass. Mm-hmm. I was running a lawn care and I expanded into irrigation and we expanded into tree removal and I bought a couple pieces of heavy equipment. And he said, now I own $2 million worth of heavy equipment and I run a heavy equipment operation. Wow. hundred percent debt free the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. high school graduate. Yeah. And yeah. he just kept working, did good work. Opportunities presented himself. He learned it, acquired it. Did it, expanded it, and I wonder how many people he employs. A uh, bunch. <laughs> you bunch. see, I mean, you got several and, million dollars worth of equipment. It doesn't sit idle. That's correct. You know, so, so he's uh, creating jobs. Yeah, yeah. That, this is how this is how America works, boys and girls. <laughs> Just a little lesson for your economics class. That's true. That's Karl true. Marx was not there. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five. Two two five. Our friend Mike Rowe would be real proud. Of I was just getting ready that to kind say of thing. That. Uh, we were talking about this in the uh, America's Labor Crisis event we did a few weeks ago uh, that you were a part of, and we were talking. And Mike and I were talking about it on stage that the he's not he's about as hardcore pro tradesman as anybody oh, yeah. you'll ever meet, That's right. and almost anti college, but not completely anti college. Right. But you know what we all agree on, regardless of how where on that spectrum you land. Right is uh, a a useless college degree is useless and too expensive that's right uh and so getting a degree in german polka history you're going to end up being a barista okay this is just dumb all right and you're going to pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the opportunity to draw somebody else's coffee and so um nothing wrong with being a barista but if that wasn't your goal and that's where you end up by default that's what i'm making fun of so don't you barista that don't let the barista union start sending me hate mail okay but the uh (laughs) But he, he, our point was that the currency all along has been knowledge. Yes. And somewhere the switch got flipped, and it, the currency became a college degree. Yes. And it's not a college degree. No. The currency that moves you into the next thing, the thing you spend to go into the next section of your life is knowledge. A college degree can represent that, but it is not the currency. That's right. This is The Ramsey Show. So here's a quick math refresher. There are only 24 hours in a day, so your business needs to streamline tasks that are time suckers and focus on activities that make money. So to reduce headaches as they scale, smart businesses use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite helps you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform. So join the more than 37,000 smart businesses like Ramsey Solutions that have done the math and graduated to NetSuite. And right now you can download NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Ramsey. That's netsuite.com slash Ramsey. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. This is The Ramsey Show. Tracy is with us in Orange County, California. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Thanks. Well, you guys are not going to be as proud of me as you were the first two callers. (laughs) Okay. Sorry to bring it down. Oh, well, there's Tracy, and then there's Tracy. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got a, bo- a bonus coming next month, about $13,000. Way to I'm go. About 19. Well, here's where it goes down. 
I've about $19,000 in credit card debt with 17 cards open, and I pay about $754 a month on those cards. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, my husband is not happy with me at all, so Mm -hmm. he's the saver. My question is, do I pay off as many of the lowest cards as possible and 30% on the bigger ones? I'm trying to figure out what I should do with my bonus money to get rid of as much of this debt as possible. Okay. Um, let's answer that, but let's kind of circle around it for a second before we okay. do it, okay? Because okay. It, cause it does affect uh, the importance of the answer. Now, it won't change the answer, but um, are you done? Yes. You're done. You, you cut them all up? I'm done. Yes. You hesitated. They are, cu- they are all cut up. Every one of them. No, well, I had to think about it for a second, but okay. I'm looking at them right now in the trash. My husband and I have had many heated discussions about it, and oh. I don't want to waste money about... The, this has, become a, this has become a thing. Okay. It has become a very serious thing. Okay. And uh, are you two now going to move from uh, him having serious discussions at his wife's credit card debt to now working together and handling money together and never going back here again? Correct, because as he says, on paper we do really well, but I have a spending problem, so I don't want it to affect our yeah. marriage as it is, okay. and I'm done. Well, I, I I want you to be able to continue to enjoy money as a, as a vote on the budget that you do together, but that will also ensure some accountability that you're asking for and willing to do for not overspending. But I still want you to be able to spend. We don't want to go all the way to his side and you have no oil at all on the joints and start to squeak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So enjoyment of money is part of the process as well. It's not, uh, but, but overdoing it obviously is not the process. So having said all that, that's important because, um, if you're not doing the things that we've been talking about for the last few moments, n- no answer to your 13,000 is going to work because the crap's going to grow back. Exactly. Okay. So that, that's why I wanted to set the table there for that. So having said all of that, then let's just list them smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rate balance, smallest to largest balance and pay off as many as 13 will do. You said there's 17 cards. I'll bet you that gets rid of uh, 14 of them. Well, I've got eight that are under $1,000, okay. and I've got nine that are over a $1,000 balance. Okay, so we know we got eight of them. That's 8000 and then there's another 5000 so I'm going to be pretty close. Might be 13 instead of 14 but depending on what, how those balances land. But the good news is, and I tell you, I, I have sat with people, Tracy, in the past, like years ago when I first started doing this, and I was amazed at what it does to your emotions, like when – we would make a list of all of their debts, smallest to largest, and then we would look over and say, hey, you have $11,000 in a savings account. And they would have, these people maybe in, the, in those situations have a little $75 medical bill from diagnostic. Because if you drive near a hospital, they send you a $75 diagnostic bill. They, you don't even have to go in. You just drive past, they send you a bill. It's like automatic. It's like a camera on the car. And so, you know, you get all these little mosquito bills. I call them little tiny ones. And we make a bit, there'd be a list of 30 or 40 things when people first start this that have been just hanging around because they were disorganized and chaotic. And we would take $10,000 and wipe out like three quarters of the list. And it feels like you did more than you actually did mathematically. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And when you knock out uh, 
13, 14 of these things, you're going to you're going to get that sense of emotional momentum. Yeah. And Tracy, I'm going to challenge you. I mean, first of all, every penny. So let me make sure you hear us every penny of the 13. So that's going to leave you with $6,000 left. And I would keep the momentum going because I think you're going to get a real uh, shot of dopamine when you strike a check and you cut it down to six grand. But then I would be doing selling things. I would be looking for extra opportunity to make some money and and put it on paper just as you list out all of those Knock debts, out the rest of it real fast. How quickly can I knock out the 6000 And if I think if you do that before we cut the check for thirteen, so it all happens, one, two, punch, I think you're going to be surprised how quick you knock out the six. It's going to change your marriage. It's going to change all this emotion that's been around these heated conversations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And we're, we're thankful to have you in the listening audience and proud of you. As you, you say, um, Dave, she's sick and tired of being, being sick, sick and tired. tired. Yeah, that, that's when when you finally say, I've had it. Yeah. That's when you're ready to change until you're ready until you had your I've had it moment. And she has. Yeah, you can tell. And no one can have it for you. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Your husband can't have it for you. <laughs> it's right. You, you know, it's I, true. I, you know, I now value my marriage and the quality of my marriage, not just my marriage, but the yeah. quality of my marriage above the the spending pattern yep i've had it yeah and and that's a that's a that's an adult decision right there it's not a baby so she said we weren't going to be as proud of her as the other two i'm proud of her yeah yeah i agree i think uh, you're I, doing really good i absolutely agree because you know in some ways the 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 constitution that it takes emotionally mentally you're going to have to really go after this change the way you live and think uh that's to be admired tracy it's to be admired. That's uh, change isn't easy. Transformation is one of the hardest <laughs> things humans do. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's interesting. You're talking about the this idea that um, go ahead and lay out the plan for the other six thousand. That's very. So there's two things here. Yeah, you guys need to listen and hear very clearly if you're fighting debt. Number one, when you pay off smallest to largest, you get a positive feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is telling you you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning. There's a light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train, and so you will keep with something that gives you a positive feedback loop. That's a psychological phrase. Go look it up. Okay, so if you if you're getting if you're getting some wins, if you go on a diet and you lose weight, you'll keep doing it. If you go on a diet and you gain two pounds, you quit. Negative feedback loop, positive feedback loop. Okay, so you need things that the second thing that happens is and we do it here on the air with people and they don't even realize we're doing it to them is that when you lay out the math for the first time and you go huh i really can do that in about four months mm-hmm. wow i never by christmas where the the math when you lay out a plan even though you've absolutely done nothing yet mm-hmm you just laid out a plan. That's all you did. You just recognized it is doable. Yes. But you've actually done nothing. Mm-hmm. Your stress goes way down. Yeah. Because your hope goes way up. Oh, it's so true. And that's from a power of focus. You know, we know from psychology research that when we focus on something intently, we begin to see it everywhere. The example that they give in research studies is when you go buy a car, last time you bought a car, live studio audience, you can play along with me here. You remember commenting on how you saw that blue minivan or whatever you bought everywhere over the next week? Even your kids were like, hey, there's our car. Well, the God of cars didn't just drop them in on the road. It's that you focus so intently on a purchase like this that we begin to see it. And as you described, Dave, when we begin to see that I can pay it off in four months, six months, 10 months, here's what happens. You begin to truly see the opportunities to make more money, to cut expenses everywhere, and it becomes so believable 
and that's what makes it so achievable. Because all of a sudden you go, wait a second, this is this is I can do this, and the power of belief is unstoppable. Yeah, hope. Yeah, hope. it's hope. I I, I can hope. see it. That's exactly what it is. I I actually have hope in an area. I've never been good at money. I've always been behind on my bills. It's always been chaotic. You have all these negative self-talk things, Mm -hmm. all these negative messages. Mm. And some of you, if you talked to my friend the way you talk to yourself, I would smack you. You don't talk to people I like like that. (laughs) You know, don't talk to yourself that way. Be nicer to yourself. And and let's get the negative thing out of there. And and it's not, it's not heebie-jeebie mysterious stuff. It's just like, gosh, I can actually do this. And hope deferred hopelessness hope deferred makes the heart sick but when desire comes ah yeah it is the tree of life oh that'll preach this is the ramsey show Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Based on our ratings and our rankings in the podcast and YouTube world and the radio world, there's a whole bunch of you are new. Thank you. We're glad you're here. And uh, if you want to learn more about what's going on, what we're talking about on the air and everything else, hit the uh, Get Started button at RamseySolutions.com. It's a free process that'll lead you kind of into where you are and uh, the different places we can take you depending on what your needs, wants, and desires are. So check it out. Click Get Started, completely free, no obligation, no salesman will call, RamseySolutions.com. Josh is in Phoenix. Hey, Josh, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, sir, how's it going? Better than I deserve. What's up? Yeah, I have a question for you. So I want to know, would it be smart to uh, sell my current home to buy a smaller home to have zero or little to no mortgage to be able to pay off the rest of my debt? Are you single? Uh, No. You have children? Three kids. Three kids. Okay. One's uh, getting ready to graduate uh, in two days, actually, from high school to to college. What's uh, What's your square footage? Um, I'm at 3,700 square feet right now. And what's the house worth? Uh, it's worth about a million. Okay. And what do you owe on it? Uh, five fifty-five. Okay. And what's your household income? Um, I'm retired, so with my pension and my part-time job, I would say about twelve thousand take home. And how much do you have in a nest egg? Uh, I'm sorry. How much money do you have saved in a nest egg? Um, about twenty thousand saved. Okay. Your wife doesn't work outside the home. How do you pay a $555,000 mortgage with $12,000? So my mortgage um, is about $3,000 a month. Um, I had another house that I had previously owned and sold um, to put down on this house, and I bought it um, when the interest rates were pretty low. Yeah, but you make $12,000 a year, you said. No, no, twelve thousand dollars a month. I apologize. Oh, I misunderstood. Yes, <laughs> I feel so much better for you. I was so worried about you, Josh. 
<laughs> How's this guy living in a million dollar house with a poverty level income? I couldn't figure it out. Okay. Yeah, life is better already. Okay. Do you have any debts other than the house? Yes, I have uh credit card debt about forty one thousand and card debt about fifty three thousand. And and then I also have a HELOC that is about fifty thousand. Okay, and what's the big car? Um, the big car is going to be uh, about thirty thousand of and the fifty-three. Cars about okay, um, correct. Thirty of the fifty-three. Okay, all right. So basically, one hundred and fifty grand makes you debt-free, and you make one hundred and forty-four thousand or so a year. Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, do you hate your house? I actually love my house. Does your um, wife hate I, your I'm house? She loves it. Um, but I, I just feel like there's three rooms, um, in the house that we really don't use. And it's going to be four soon. Once yeah, um, I, I would sell $50,000 worth of cars before I would sell a million dollar house. Okay. And I probably would do neither actually in your case, but what I would want to do is look up you, what you've identified is that this 150,000 in miscellaneous debts, a problem. That's what you've identified. And that the Correct. house is an overkill, given that the kid one kid is leaving. Um, but Correct. the house is wonderful. You love the house. It's a great investment. It's doing well. There's no problems with it. So in your case, if, if I woke up in your shoes, is how we answer questions here, I would just double down on a budget and talk to your wife and say, if we keep this house, we got to stop overspending, and we got to clean this stupid debt up. And that's going to involve rolling up our sleeves and plowing through $150,000 worth of debt in about – three years or two years and, and or selling some cars and doing it a little faster. I don't care which you choose to do, but you guys have just been sloppy. Okay. You yeah, make enough we, money to not be this of our debt. Agreed. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. That's sloppy. That's all it is. That credit card debt was just crap. You just here or there picked up something, something popped up and you didn't have any cash. You only got $20,000 saved. And so basically you just, all the money comes in, all the money goes out and only the names are changed to protect the innocent. Correct. Yeah. And that's not picking on you. It's just recognition of where you are and where you've got to go. If you want to not be where you are, right? Correct. And that, that's kind of where I'm at now. I just, I yeah. want to get out of debt. I want to be debt free. I had it once in my life and yeah. I want to get back there again. So I would like for you to be back there and retain this house. If you can, I think selling the house okay. is a desperation play. And everybody's going to be miserable because everybody likes this house. And I don't think it's necessary to clean the mess up mathematically. But what is necessary is you and your wife have a real talk about this budget thing. We're going to, have to tighten that puppy up. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, it's interesting to see whether or not he's driving uh, this house situation or she is. It's not a bad move, but I'm with you. I think they can get out of it and keep that house, and they're going to be in. They're going to be better off in the long run when they're debt free and have this house that's just growing. You need to change your habits anyway. That's correct. So you so, might as well change them. That's a good point. And see if you can't clean the mess up yeah. and keep the house. Now, even if you sell the house, and you don't change your habits. You got a mess. Yeah. Now, here's what here's what I want to ask you because we have a lot of new people coming in all the time from all these different platforms. Uh, selling the cars is an option. You mentioned that. But why in this case do you say, you know what, you don't have to sell the cars, you can pay those cars off? Uh, I'm just curious why you take that position. I well, want people I mean, to hear that. Basically, it adds, it's one third of the debt. Okay. okay. So there's a 40, 53, 50. Mm-hmm. So it's basically 50 grand is each, right. each, each bucket. That's right. And he makes 150. 
Right. All right. So what can we do? And we got a five hundred. We got a three thousand dollar payment. We got a five hundred fifty-five thousand dollar mortgage. So, um, you know, it's not mandatory, but it's going to lengthen the get out of debt plan by at least a year. Right. Right. If you keep the cars. Right. And um, they're not quite high enough. If one of them had mm-hmm. been fifty-three mm-hmm. or fifty, and the other one was three, right, I'd have probably sold the fifty. Okay. Okay. I'd have probably pushed it because right. I'm looking at behavior patterns. Right. I'm trying to tweak their and get that going but when they're both fairly you know yeah. 30 and 23 that kind of thing then there, there's no uh obvious offender right there right it, yeah. it's more of a general concept yeah. offender than this because uh, it's doable the point is they could pay those cars off and then they got something because i lean dave i don't know if it's the way i'm wired because i drove a lot of crap cars for a long time i mean honestly and, and and just because we were paying off debt in atlanta and i was driving older cars and all that kind of stuff i just lean towards if i can get rid of the car i'm getting rid of the car because i don't know if it's your teaching and being your friend for so long but i go this is a depreciating asset and the house is not yeah i'm not trading cars for a house no no never, way never never always a bad trade and uh and, and always because here's the thing think about this i was driving through a neighborhood the other day i was cutting across a thing and I cut through this new neighborhood mm-hmm. that was in the Nashville area here. So it was a um, basically right in the middle class in terms of uh, price range. It probably been three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars houses, which is square. That's median household mm-hmm. price. Actually, nationwide, that's the median home price right now. And so I'm driving down, and these nice homes that are fairly new, le- less than five years old, are lined up right down the street. Uh, front opening garage doors, small lots, and I'm driving down through there, and I'm seeing really nice cars. Right. In yeah. front of all of these houses, right. so they're they're sitting there with fifty thousand, sixty thousand yeah. dollars cars in front of a three hundred thousand dollars house, uh, yeah, yeah, and a hundred percent of those got payments on them. Absolutely. And a hundred percent of those people are trying to run a race with ankle weights on. Right. Yeah. Or trying to swim with a concrete yeah. block life preserver. I mean, whatever whatever yeah. bad metaphor we want to use here, right? But yeah, yeah it's just, and I'm going, this is the middle class. It's exactly right. Big depreciating cars and car payments, yeah. smaller home. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. You know. See, and, and that's why, Dave, I've got this. And I appreciate your advice, and I want our audience to hear this. I, if it's me, I'm a momentum guy. I would. I want to sell, sell cars. my cars. I would sell the cars. I would too. Because I, I, I have bought and sold cars my whole life. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get married to cars like some people right. do. I mean, some people get a car and they like it's so large. And <laughs> selling it to some emotionally because it's a big item. Yeah, sure. It feels like selling That's a house. Right. Yeah. But you could do a car transaction six times in a week. That's you know, exactly it right. it's not a thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, but house transactions are super expensive. So. And you got to move your butt every time you do those, yes. anyway. So, Yikes. but the, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't get as attached to them, and so I'm just like, oh, I'll get another one. Yeah, like, that's I, where I, I land. Yeah, I bought a truck a couple years ago, and I had about five weeks. And I went, I get, like I just went and got a different truck. I mean, you know, it's chain. You know, it's not a big deal. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.